Hey friends, it's Diane at the Sailing Legends Podcast, and I'm welcoming you to the very first episode of this exciting adventure that we're going to take together. I've been racing and sailing sailboats since I was a small child. In fact, I cannot remember not being on the water. I've had all kinds of adventures over many, many years. And recently, I was sitting on the deck of Davis Island Yacht Club here in Tampa, Florida with my brother. And we were having a nice Sunday brunch on a beautiful spring Florida day, overlooking the basin with all the boats in it. And my brother looked at me and said, sis, I remember, I remember crossing that finish line for the first time. I was nine years old. And he told me the story. Now, what's interesting is Davis Island Yacht Club is an hour drive, which is about an eight-hour sail from where we were raised and where we raced. So that first crossing, that finish line there was a monumental moment in his life. He still remembers it. And I started thinking about all the stories from all of us who have participated in the sailing world most of our lives or people who have learned later, all the different stories. And how every time I tell a story about any of my sailing experiences, sailors and non-sailors alike love to hear the story. They usually ask for more. So I decided that it would be really fun to start a podcast with the legends, the stories of the sea, and also the legends, the people who have been on the water and creating legendary adventures and status in the racing community. Davis Island Yacht Club is known as the sailingest club in the South. And I've been a member there for quite some time, but I've also sailed lots of other places in my lifetime. And so my plan is to interview people who are going to tell us the stories. So as I started thinking about this podcast and my idea about it, I was hearing some of the people that I've known for many years telling some of their sailing stories, reminiscing on some. And I started realizing that some of them have young children and some of them are recent grandparents. And some people, sadly, who have great stories died with the stories in them, never recorded. And now all we have is the memory of the sound of their voice in our head. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to inspire people that are coming into the sport or maybe even the generations to come about the lessons learned and the camaraderie and the connection and what it's like to go through some of the adventures as we're out there. Like nobody could tell it like the person who lived it. So this podcast was created with all of those things in mind. Those of you who are sailors who like to hear sailing stories, those of you who are not sailors but curious about them, and the people who are the legends get a chance to record and have their legend preserved for the best way we can respect another and respect ourselves is to hear the stories and honor the story. So on this podcast, you're going to hear all kinds of great people and all kinds of amazing things. And I invite you to send me an email, which I will put the link in the show notes, if you have any special people or contacts or somebody special you would like to have on the show. Because my goal is for the Sailing Legends podcast to 
be a place of inspiration, a place of connection, and most importantly, a place where the legacy of the legend of the water and the legends of the water are preserved. So I'd like to start with a little story of my own. I have been raised sailing and racing sailboats. So I have hundreds of stories, amazing stories, from ocean racing to small boat racing to collegiate sailing and fun sailing at Davis Island Yacht Club and St. Pete Yacht Club. But the story I would like to tell you right now is one that I remember and I talk about, and it's about a family vacation. When my brother and I were young, we were about, oh, I don't know, probably seven, eight years old. He's, he's only 13 months younger than I, so we were young. And my mother, who was an amazing sailor and navigator, and my father, who was an amazing sailor, decided that we were going to take our family vacation in the car and do a road trip across our state to Florida so we could learn about it. My mother was a great historian and really appreciated learning things. So she wanted her children to know about the state we lived in. All of it, not just not the racing world we had in Sarasota. Well, my brother and I had a bit of, might we say, a sit-in, um, and we negotiated that if we were going to see Florida, we would see Florida by water that we would do that, but we were not going to go and be in the back of a station wagon for a week or two or however long it was. And so finally, after a lot of negotiating, thank God my brother and I are good negotiators, we got our parents to say yes to taking the family vacation on the sailboat, cruising around so we could see more of Florida. And to backtrack a little, my parents were really amazing people. Their very first date was sailing. My father took my mother sailing on the Chesapeake Bay off of Fairfax, Virginia on a 19-foot boat that was all teak. Her name was Teak Lady. And as my mother says, in that moment, she fell in love with sailing. So fast forward, they get married, they have my brother and I, and we're in Florida, and we have a sailboat. The boat at that time that we took this summer vacation on, name was Catchafaz. It was built with lignum vitae, the only wood that sinks. And Catchafaz is Portuguese slang for prostitute, and she was a red boat. It was a fun boat. We loved her. I think my brother even still has the bosun's chair in his house years later. And this boat had not very much headroom. It was not fancy, but it was our boat, our family boat. The four of us raced that boat, my brother and I learned bridge navigation, getting through bridges, and all kinds of things on this boat. So she was like part of the family. So we take off on this vacation, and we head south of Sarasota, and we go to Venice Yacht Club first. And um, we were members of Bird Key Yacht Club at the time, so we left from there in Sarasota, and we headed down, and we went to Venice. And Venice Yacht Club was really fun, and we had fun in the pool, and it was great. And I had an earache starting, and I didn't feel very good. And my mom was probably one of the most amazing people that could help you heal or help you feel better in ways that were not traditional but were really progressive and amazing. And so what she said was, in the sun, she said she laid a little bottle of baby oil, and she said, well, here's how it goes, honey. 
Nothing that's in your ear can live with hot oil. So we're going to let this warm in the sun, and then we'll put it in your ear and leave it there for a while, and it will take care of the earache. And sure enough, after it was warm, we put it in my ear, and I was really crying. It hurt bad. And the oil laid in my ear, and it was a lot better. And we did it again the next day, and I was fine the rest of the trip. My mom was a genius. She was way before her time, and it, she was just amazing. So we ended up going south some more. We were in the Everglades and for a while. I don't remember exactly what all those marinas were, but I do remember this one place with all of these mosquitoes. Oh, my God, the mosquitoes were as big as birds. They were huge, and even the screens on the hatches didn't work for us. And we were getting bitten up, and my brother was very, very high, active, um, person when we were younger and he didn't like it much and my parents didn't know what to do and but we made the best of it and we were exploring Florida and we went all around I don't even remember where the rest of the trip was actually I know we stopped in Sanibel I think we stopped at Plantation too but it was so much fun and my brother and I got to see a lot of Florida by water and we were really happy that we weren't stuck in that station wagon the whole time because the truth is Richard and I my brother loved sailing we loved the water and we still are on the water as much as possible so it was our friend and and it was a great family time my parents were amazing my brother and i had fun it was just it was a vacation i will always remember and on our way back to sarasota you know we stopped at venice again i remember that and then because we swam in the pool there and then we came back to sarasota on the last day of our vacation but we were a little early so we had one more night, and my mom and dad decided that we could anchor out in the little lagoon in Sarasota directly across the bay from our yacht club by a restaurant called Marina Jack's. And there was this little lagoon there, and we decided it would be fun to have our last night there. And then it was just, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes to be to our slip and put the boat away. So we anchor out, and it's really nice, and it's windy, and Pretty soon a storm starts coming up and it gets really rough out there. And there was bands in the clouds and my mom was a great weather person. And she said, honey, that those bands on the cloud, that looks like a tropical storm. That looks like a tropical system. Now tropical system to my mom's language back then was what we would call tropical depression or hurricane now. And back then, you know, was not radar we didn't have radar. We didn't have people warning us a, a lot about these things. I mean, there was some warning, but not like today where you know months and months in advance. And my mom was really good at reading the clouds and the weather and understanding what was going on and taking the information that was available back then and really making great assessment of what was happening. And so she looked at it and I remember her saying, that's tropical, that's tropical. And it got windier and windier and windier. And it was a little bit rough of a night, but we all lived through it because we all loved the water. So it was raining and it was rocking, but we didn't really care. And then we learn by listening to the radio that it was a tropical system. It was the beginning of a tropical storm. It wasn't really, really strong, but it was strong enough to be called a tropical storm. And my mom looks at my dad and we're all sitting on the boat and she goes, honey, is this child abuse? Because we have the children out in this. And my brother and I laughed. We said, no, it's not. This is fun. We're learning things. And we were together as a family. And they laughed. And my mom was so grateful that all of us 
really enjoyed that experience. And we had a great time as a family. And my dad was, he was more reserved than my mom, but he was really happy that we had that time together. So the next day comes and it's still not great weather, but it wasn't as bad as during the night. And then we took our boat home. And as we're unpacking everything from the boat and we're getting ready to go home, we went up into the, to the yacht club at Bird Key and to have some lunch. And we're sitting around the table and we're overlooking the boat and the, and the marina and reminiscing on our vacation. And it was so fun. It was fun to think about how my mom healed my earache and those really, really big mosquitoes and some of the beautiful sailing weather and the fact that we were in a tropical system on an anchor in a lagoon, right? All of those things gave us great experience on the water, but also great connection and memories to have as a family forever. And I always think about that vacation and how my mom and my dad offered my brother and I amazing opportunities to experience that type of life, that sailing life, that connectedness with nature and learning things about aerodynamics and hydrodynamics and learning how to read the weather by looking at the sky and feeling the humidity and understanding tide and water and wave. All of those things we were learning all of the time. My mother taught us navigation, like dead reckoning navigation, so we would never, ever be lost. She spent time teaching us about compasses and how to read a chart so that if we were on any boat with anything electronic and it went out, we could take care of ourselves. Now, many years later, I look back and I'm really grateful for her teaching us that and for my dad showing us things because that, those early lessons on that vacation and all the time around that time period has afforded my brother and I a great sailing opportunity, but also we have a lot of skill set that some new people who never had that chance never got. So that's my sailing story. That's my first one. I'll probably tell another one or two here on this podcast. But I thank you for tuning in. And I hope that story inspired you and helped you see a little bit more into what it's like being a child raised on the water with the parents who really wanted us to learn the appreciation of the water and the wind and the natural forces of nature in a way that was very connected. I'm forever grateful. So as this episode comes to an end, know that future episodes will have great interviews and great stories from all different kinds of sailors, cruising sailors, racing sailors, all stories that are real and true that they have lived through and they have the memory to share with you. So as you listen, understand that you have great stories too. So make sure that you have a place that you're telling your stories that can then also inspire someone else. So may you have fair winds and following seas. Until next time, appreciate all that's in your life. Bye.